What's up, guys? Mitchell Pelkey back with another episode of Pelk Talk. Today, I'm joined by famous TikToker and University of Florida football player Clifford Taylor. How you doing, big dog? Good, man. How you doing? Thanks for having good. me. Good, man. Good. You're, you're out in Florida right now, right? Yep. Gainesville, Florida. I just got back like an hour ago from Charlotte. Okay. Cra crazy season, huh? Take us through it a little bit. I mean, let me let me just start with, with camp. <laughs> camp. <laughs> Oh my God, camp was just never ending. It was a little under two months. I think it was like seven weeks, just every single day, just like 20, it was almost like a 24 hour shift every single day for seven weeks. But I think the cool, I think the cool thing about this year, because like it was academically my senior year, but it was my second year on the squad. And so we had, we had a new coach come, um, tight end coach come in, Tim Brewster. And so, I think any tight end that was with the team last year, they know that last year I was a lost soul when it came to like the plays, the formations, because like I said, I didn't, I didn't play, I didn't play football until I got to college. Like before college, I was just straight basketball, yeah. football. In my was, research, I, I learned that. We'll dive into that later. That's crazy. Yeah, there was, there was none of that. So when I got, when I got on the football field, I was like, what, what is this? What is this? Like, what is just the signals? I'm like, what is going on? So a lot of a lot of credit goes to Coach Scott, who was my little tight end coach, who, who kind of helped pave the way. And then when Coach Brewster came in, everything was just like second nature. I knew everything like the back of my hand. So camp compared to last year was a lot more fun. It was a lot more fun because I yeah. knew what was going on. I knew what to expect. You know, I could help some of the freshmen and other walk-ons come in because that's that's kind of how I've always been. I'm not really one of those like walk-ons where it's just like. Like I just made the team. Now everybody just kind of like leave me alone. I'm one of those guys where I take it from basketball, where it's like, okay, I'm a walk on. If I see like another walk on coming in and he's confused, I'm not just gonna let him sit there and be confused. Like I want him to kind of like blend it so he knows what to expect. So his experience isn't kind of like like mine, where I was just like confused with everything my first year. So camp was a camp was really uh, fun, but very hard and very long. And then leading up to the season, I, I, I even I even told some of my buddies, I'm like, man, I think Kyle has a good shot because I could just tell just from just from the tightness of his spiral, just his his throwing motion, the way he was scrambling, it was just a whole lot better than last year. Yeah. Not to mention, I think he had lost like 20 pounds over the offseason. so I kind of had a feeling that he was gonna gonna have a good year. I knew Pitts was gonna Kyle Pitts was gonna have a good year, but I didn't know he was gonna have that good of a year. Yeah. Like, like the first game, so you know, some people know like like walk-ons, they don't really travel to away games, especially if it's like a conference game. So I'm watching this game and I'm like, all right, well, there's one, there's two, there's three, really? And then yeah. when we got the fourth one, I was like, I was like, man, this dude is this dude is something else. But it was it was no surprise to me. So we took care of Ole Miss, took care of South Carolina again, Kyle Pitts, you know, two easy, easy teddies. Um, then we went to AM. Unfortunately, that that didn't that didn't end so good. And then there was a whole lot of word on Twitter. There was even there was even a, a false rumor that was out that said that our defense coordinator Grantham was fired. And I was like, there, there's no way. I literally just saw him as I walked into our team meetings. Like that yeah. up. And so he stuck around. And then that's when we had the massive, the massive outbreak where we had like 30 players get it. And then like dang near every every assistant coach got it, Coach Mullen got it. 
when he got it, I was like, that's got to be karma. Because I, I think a lot of people remember when when we lost to A&M, he said, he infamously said, we're trying to pack the swamp. Now, this is at kind of like the one of, one of the peaks of the pandemic. So it was just like, eh, uh, that's the smartest words. I don't know. I don't know if you should have said that, man. So, <laughs> so he ended up getting it. And then so we were we were out of football for, for two weeks. Don't get me wrong, those two weeks were just marvelous because you got to relax the body, just uh, yeah. department. And so those those weeks went by, and then we got ready for Missouri. We beat Missouri, of course, we get we got in the fight. And you know, I don't I don't know how much time you have if I can go into detail about the fight. <laughs> but um like I, I didn't, I didn't even know what started it because when so Kyle he threw a hail mary to piss to try to get you know like a hail mary touchdown in the half. Yeah, I'm looking down to see if um, if Pitts caught it. Yeah, he didn't catch it, so I was like, I was like, whatever, it's halftime, we got a good lead. So I'm I'm running to the locker room, and so I, and then I just see a lot of people start screaming, and then like they start pointing like the other way. I'm like, well, what is everybody pointing at? And then I just see everybody just fighting each other, scrambling. I'm like, what happened? Like, there's a, if you look up the fight, you can see me like on the bottom right, just walking back like, what's going on? What, yeah. what, what is going on? And then, and then we get back into the locker room and it was just mayhem. Everybody was ready to kind of like run through a brick wall. So it was, it was real intense. We ended up taking care of them. And that's when, you know, Mullen dressed up as Darth Vader, which was so goofy. And then, <laughs> And then the following, and then the following week, we uh, played Georgia. And now going into that game, I was 0-3 against Georgia. Never beat them. So to, to see us finally beat them, it was just like a big like feud. Almost made me forget about the other three years. Yeah. And I, and then after that, I think we who did we play? We played uh, Vanderbilt. Then we played Kentucky. And then uh, we played Tennessee to of course clinch the East. Played LSU. That didn't work out. Then we played Bama. That didn't work out. And then we played Oklahoma. That definitely didn't work out. So yeah. it started off pretty good, and then it ended off a little, a little sad. And we saw, you know, people declaring for the draft leaving early. Yeah. People transferring, opting out. So it was just a real, a real chaotic year. But at the same time, like despite it being so hard, like I think going back into the facilities was almost like a, like a breath of fresh air because it was like okay you know, we're almost like essential people because of people are depending on us to, to play this game. So I guess it, I guess the responsibility was, was pretty, was pretty special, but like I said, I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade my, my last two years for anything, man. I love that. I love that. Well, I'm interested, obviously we'll dive more into football later, but I'm just interested in the, in the TikTok game. And that's kind of where it really, where I found your name and, and you're blowing up obviously. So how did you kind of get into, into making TikToks? I, you know, I just, it just came one of those things where it's like, all right, this is what I do now. So <laughs> there was, I, I vividly remember, it was, it was the first TikTok I ever saw. And it was, it was the, I know my purpose challenge. It's, it's the song, yeah. by Anna, you know, it says, I know my purpose. And this, this, um, this little white kid, I, for, I forget his name, but he did one for, um, you know, being the only white kid on the AAU team. Mm-hmm. It was like giving the players free rides, shooting three pointers, you know, being a bench warmer. Like fundamentals, probably. And I was like, that is actually hilarious. And then so I, I started scrolling more and more, and I'm like, no one's done that for football yet, have they? And you know, I, I didn't think anything of it. I was like, let's let's just let's just do one. Let's see how it works out. So 
I did one and I figured it was going to get like, like a couple, a couple likes, you know, the, the editing, you could tell, I mean, I had to put the phone down and then back up. Cause I still didn't, I didn't know they had a timer. So I was like, all right, I gotta hurry up and just do something silly. So I just did this and, you know, yeah. and, around. and then, and then I got some of the editing down, I posted it. And you know, my buddy who, who loves it. So he was like, make sure you use the hashtag FYP for you. And I'm like, what is, what is for you? What is, what is that gonna do? And he's like, that's kind of like the explore page. I'm like, oh, okay, I got you. So I just did hashtag, you know, football, hashtag walk on and stuff like that. So I, that was like around nine o'clock that night. And then my phone the next day, like it felt like I left it in the sun for 24 hours. So hot, huh? It was, it was hot and I'm like, why is my phone this, like, I know my alarm is loud, but like, why is my phone this hot? And then I open it. Cause at the time I had, I had this, Boo 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 6S, you know. I got, I got a 12. 6S? No, I got a 12 now, so I'm okay. good. Okay. But at the time I had the 6S, and so I'm just I was scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and scrolling for like five minutes. I'm like, uh what's what's up with this? So I, I click it and I woke up and it had like a hundred thousand views. I was like, uh me? Me? Is it, are you sure? And then so and then so my um That's our, my roommate at the time, he knocked on my door. He's like, yo, man, I just saw you on TikTok. You're hilarious. I'm like, I'm like, uh, I just did the one, uh, but I appreciate it. You know, <laughs> I, just did, I just did the one. And he was like, dude, you gotta do more. And I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't know if that's for me, man. Yeah. And then I go to the locker room and everybody's like mocking it. Like Freddie Swain at the time, Van Jefferson. Felipe, Kyle, they're like, Clip, man, we saw your video. It was hilarious. Like, all the way to the strength staff. I'm like, how did y'all see that so That's quick? So like, oh, it, it was terrible editing. So I'm like, how did y'all see that? And yeah. then, so I let that one sit for about, I think, like, about a month or so. Oh, so you didn't post for a month after No, I didn't, I didn't post for like a month. I was just like, I'll, I'll just let that, you know, keep, you know, blowing up until it, you know, eventually like dries down. It got to a point where it got to like half a million views. I was like, okay, let's try to, let's try to reach for that million. Yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't think it made it, but um, then I did one. Uh, one of my, uh, one of my uh, friends was like, yo, you need to do one where it's one of those like walked in, walked in. Like, I think you remember that one. Yeah. So, so the one I did, it was kind of, it was real corny. Cause it was like one of those things where it's like, like when you get when you finally get your paycheck and it was just me dressing up as like Netflix, Hulu, Netflix, you know, you know, yeah. so like I, I I thought that would be like okay. I didn't think it would, you know, blow up that much. That did good. And I was like, people really think I'm that funny? Cause like I'm I'm like, I think I'm a funny guy, but like not a hilarious guy. Like I think like I do some stuff that's funny. And then I did the one where it was college football players during Christmas break. And that was like my that was like my first breakout because Overtime posted it, I think, I think uh, Bleach, I think House of Highlights posted it. I was like, oh wow, yeah, wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's what TikTok can do. I mean, it's it's crazy how like, because I come from a, a, a start on YouTube and using like Final Cut Pro, so you got to think so in depth. But with TikTok, it's like you gotta gotta dumb down your thoughts and just be more relative than creative. And it's crazy how like. Like that one where you're saying when you're walking with ESPN and Hulu, Netflix, like it's so relative, but not that funny, but like that does so well. 
Yeah. Is that kind of always been your, your creative mindset is just kind of being like, all right, well, other people like this. Do other people think like this? No, you know what though? Initially, no. At the time I was just doing it like off the dome. I, I would just like think about it. I was like, oh, no one's done this yet. Let me, let me go ahead. Like sometimes I'll stop what I'm doing. I'm like, let me do this before, you know, someone else does it. I think one of my personal favorite ones was when, um, like when the five star like gets a car and the dude like wakes up, pops up from the front of the car and it's like NCAA sanctions. Yeah. That one, that one did really good too. So it was just like, well now, now, now I got to keep this thing rolling. So, so during orange, during orange bowl weekend, I didn't really, I didn't really do any TikToks. Um, I should have really, um, didn't do any. So I come back to Gainesville and I'm like, what am I going to, what am I going to do now? I feel like I've done just about everything. And then I did one where it was like, like players walking in. Yeah. Like it's six in the morning and the strength coaches. Uh, that was so fun. I, I, just saw that. I, I was like, Oh man. Like I literally thought about that in like five minutes. So I'm like, wow, that, that blew up too. And all of my teammates were posting it. And, and then it got so bad to a point where they started calling where the, my teammates and my strength coaches, they were calling me TikTok. They didn't even call me Cliff anymore. They just called me solely, solely TikTok. Anytime I walk in, you know, Coach Savage would be like, TikTok. And that's like, awesome. That's so funny. <laughs> I'm like, all right, I guess that's, I guess that's what I go by now. And to this day, I still don't know how like no one like really stopped me because the whole time I was doing it, I'm like, is Coach Mullen gonna see this? And is he gonna say anything about it? Yeah. But then he was like. Nah, so I, I just I just kept doing it. Has he ever said anything about it since you started? He, he, brought, he brought it up. He brought it up one time um, uh, when, when we had our uh, team dinner leading into the season um, this past season, actually. And he was just saying, like, you know, just be aware of what you post on social media. And then he was just saying, like, make sure y'all make sure if y'all do some stuff on social media, make sure it's you know it's safe and it's smart. And he said Clifford, and I'm like. Oh, oh, what's up? <laughs> what's up? <laughs> that, that, was, that was the only time he really, really mentioned it to me. Uh, his kid, his kids follow me, so that's so that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. So when that first one kind of hit off, obviously your friends and teammates being excited, was there any like kind of hate or jealousy or not really? You, you know what? I, I'm still kind of waiting for that. You know, because I like I said, I've been on TikTok for a little over a year now, and it's like. I haven't really gotten like hate as like it seems like every celebrity gets. So I'm, I'm, sometimes, I'll, sometimes I'll get like little things like like oh you're like you're a walk on you never played. I'm like that's not an insult to me. That's just yeah, the that's truth. <laughs> that's the truth. Like you know I'm not I'm not I'm not on TikTok saying you know I'm I'm the best you know um, catcher in the world or I'm the best tight end in the world or something like that or like I'm a do you want all American? I'm not, I've never done anything like that. So I think that's why people have never really had a problem with me. The thing is though, it's like, I see it all the time. Like I, I didn't, I, I had never heard of, what's the, what's the, what's the girl's name? The most followed girl on there. Um, Emilio. Yeah. 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 I, I had never heard. I didn't hear about her until like last summer. I never <laughs> heard of her. I, I heard about Addison Ray. I think I think everybody heard about Addison Ray, but <laughs> yeah. I, I, I've never heard of her. And then like, and then I would read like just some of the stuff they said to her. I'm like, dang, like I know. Yeah, I guess popularity that really comes with the territory. So yeah, that's that's why like I think girls get it worse though. Like, and I read some of like Addison Ray's comments. It's just like 
people saying mean stuff mm -hmm. for no reason. Yeah. But like for me, it's just like, okay, well, I, I don't ever want to make it to a point where like I do something controversial and it's like, okay, he's going to get hate for it. Because also not to mention my mom, she's always been pretty much on me with, with social media. She's like, make sure you make good decisions on there. I'm like, yeah, mom, it's whatever. true though. Cause I think like we're the real like kind of age group to really have it throughout our whole life. You know, like we kind of got, yeah. got it going in like middle school and that's when you really start posting pictures and everything. But you know, right now you're kind of on TikTok, you're doing some stuff on YouTube. Is this more of a hobby or more of a career for you? Man, the, the YouTube thing, that was just out of pure, just like I had nothing to do. See, I like I that though. Stories, it's a, man, listen, that, when I tell you it'd be the three minute videos on YouTube, that'd be taking the whole day. Oh, like, like, like I was like, I was drawing them on this little app on my iPad because like I would, I would look at guys like um, Swoozy and Bruce Stu, like those guys are hilarious and they do like paper animation. So I'm like, if I just did a couple of these, man, we'll, we'll see, we'll see how it does. They did okay, they, you know, they did okay, but it was just, it just was pulling my hair out. I'm like, man, like this is, I don't know how people, well, I mean, I understand how people do it for a living, but I don't know how people can just do it on the side. Like, let's do this here, do this here. Yeah, like, it, takes, it takes so much time. It takes a lot. And, you know, I I got to, like, break down the stories and, like, sometimes I overthink about, like, dang, I got to do all the sketching for this. Dad, yeah. I don't, I don't want to do that. And yeah. so, like, I did, I did, yeah, I did a couple over the summer and then I just kind of stopped and just went back to TikTok. Like, that was my thing. And my and my signature TikTok, which I'm sure everyone has seen. Matter of fact, where I'm sitting right now is kind of like where I did it, the one where I had the headphones on and I was like listening to the music and I did the face yeah. and it went from like hip hop to like was like big time rush or something like that. Yeah. That that was that was like my signature video because that was that was everywhere. I mean, it was ESPN, House of Highlights, Bleach Report, over like it was everywhere and it, it was even on iFunny like we haven't used iFunny since we were like what 12 yeah all our iPod iPods yeah like my like my little cousin he was like why are you on iFunny I'm like on what and I was like funny. Oh, oh my god yeah, that's I forgot so about that so it was on there and I'm like man I I I think I have arrived because it was it was funny too because that that was around that time that was when me and my my girlfriend now that's when we broke up the first time and so when I did that TikTok, I was like, she was holding me back. She was holding yeah. me back. She was holding in it. But I ended up, I ended up uh, running back to her. And, you know, we're, we're, we're in a great place right now. Would you say kind of the, the end goal for you is to do something in front of the camera or behind the camera doing some graphic design work? Um, preferably graphic design. I, I, I don't know if I could really do the acting. But then yeah. again, I, I didn't think I, I could do the TikTok, so I, I don't really know what I'm talking about there. So, <laughs> you know, honestly, I just I just kind of leave it up to the man above. Whatever whatever he has in store for me, whether it's more with graphics, whether it's more with like doing skits and videos, or even doing videos in the house, like you were like you were uh, talking about. Like I said, whatever whatever's in the cards for me, I'll, I'll just I'll just follow God's plan and I'll just I'll just run with it. So I love that. Let's let's hop into some football talk. So kind of walk me through your journey because I, I read an article about you and and you kind of hit it on earlier that you never played football growing up. You're a huge basketball guy. I mean, what you're six five, right? Yeah. So yeah, kind of walk me through that. How did you kind of get into playing football at Florida? I know you played intramural basketball at Florida, 
And then one of your boys kind of said you should try for the football team. So yeah, kind of walk us through that. So yeah, like my, my whole life was just, just straight basketball. My mom played college basketball. My dad, my dad was more of a baseball guy. Um, I like watching baseball. I just never really got into playing it. So like I said, middle school, high school, my whole life has just been straight basketball. So, you know, in high school, you know, we won, won a state championship and my freshman year and you know my senior year we won of course our conference championship and a lot of people um don't really notice but my senior year one of my team one of my teammates who was a sophomore he died um I, as a matter of fact what's today the, the sixth six yeah he died um on january 21st of 2017 like it was three hours after practice and we all get text messages like yo is aaron okay and people are saying like, no, he's not okay. You know, this happened. And I'm like, huh? And then I get, I get a call from my dad and he told me, he's like, did you hear about Aaron? And I'm like, I'm like, everybody's saying he's not all right. And I'm like, what happened? And then he, and then he told me like, he died. And I was like, no, 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 no. So I, I called him, I called my coach who I was really, who I was really close with at the time. And he was just bawling his eyes out. I could hear it. And, I'm, and then, I just started crying and, and it was just like, it was just a whole, just ordeal. So that scene, that, that, that passing of, his name is Aaron, Aaron Barker, by the way. Um, so hearing about that, it just kind of like took, we just took it a whole new level. Cause my, my senior year, I was kind of having like a, I was having an off year compared to my junior year. I think my junior year was my best year, like stats wise. And then after that happened, I just took it up a whole, a whole notch and we just we just came together and no one even predicted us to win our conference title we ended up winning it uh, we lost in the first round of the playoffs but you know that conference title it felt like a state title to us because Aaron wasn't there but, you know he was he was there in spirit and so like I said basketball has always just has always been my thing and that was that was Still, I, I think till this day, one of like my favorite teams because we were just all so like so close. Like even though yeah, I'm sorry, the game. yeah, man. And so, um, I can go into like later on, like how that like really hit me when Keontae, Keontae Johnson, when he collapsed, like that just that just sent me because I I, I had spoken to him and like Noah and Trey, I, I had spoken to them a few times. I'm I'm real cool with uh with Scotty Scotty Lewis. And that that was the first time since I since I've seen them where I like saw like emo like sad emotion out of them and it just it just it broke my heart. So, you know, I, I was I was still a big fan of, of the Gators uh, basketball team. Um, like I said, when I got to Florida, I was playing intramurals, which was which was really really fun. A lot of people sleep on that, <laughs> and no, because you'd be surprised because like these these uh you know these frats that have the the intramural basketball teams. Those boys show up like the frat brothers. They all show up to the games and act like it's a it's a college game. Like they'll act like the Cameron Crazies, the Rowdy Reptiles. Yeah. They, they, they go crazy. So I played I played intramural basketball for two years, which is really fun. I ended up playing uh, intramural flag football with some of my buddies uh, my sophomore year, which was the first year that that Mullen was there. You know, because freshman year I like to forget freshman year. Freshman year we were we were horrible. We were four and seven. <laughs> You know, McIlwain, we got beat like 52 to three against Georgia or something like that. Yeah. And so when Coach Mullen got here, it just, you could just feel like the culture change. And then 
while they were winning, you know, me and my buddies were winning in flag football. And I think one night, one of one of the guys who was on the team, and you could tell because like, you know, when you see these athletes, they have on the team slides, the team sweats, the team jacket and stuff like that. So yeah. I noticed he had all that stuff on. I'm like, oh, he must be a player. Pretty cool. And that night, I just happened to have one of my best flag fo football games of my career. <laughs> I had like four touchdowns for like, I'm going to exaggerate, like 300 yards. Yeah. So that was that was very cool. And and he came up to me and he, and he asked me, he was like, have you ever thought about playing football? And I was like, uh, in another life, maybe, but not <laughs> in this life. Uh, I, I'm just I'm just used to being one of the 90,000 in the swamp. Yeah. And he, he he said, he said, you should really go for it. And I'm like, what would I even play? And, and he said, tight end. And when he said tight end, I was like, dang, you know what? My dad, his buddies, and my uncles always said that I would be a great tight end. Really? So I was like, That's funny. That's yeah. Funny. And I was like, it's funny you say that. So he, I got his number. We stayed in touch. And he's like, let me know what you think. And I was like, okay. So I talked to one of my uh, best friends who was on the who was on the team at the time. His name's Quaylen Crumb, linebacker. And I was like, yo, man. I was like, I was, I was just talking to one of your buddies, and he was saying that I should like walk on. And he was all in for it. He was like, do it, do it, do it. He's like, it'll be the best decision you ever make. And I was like. Okay, and he was telling me like, don't get me wrong, it's gonna be a lot of hard work, a lot of you know, commitment. And I was like, look, man, I'm I'm so used to that from high school, you know, middle school, you know, those those after school activities, man. I'm I'm used to that. So he was like, you should do it. So I called my mom and I'm like, mom, I think I'm gonna play football. And I could just hear it in her voice. She was like, uh, what? He's like, yeah. I was like, yeah. I think I'm gonna try to play football. And she kept saying, are you sure? Are you sure? Because, you know, she she didn't want to see her baby get concussed or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> are you sure? And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure. And so then I talked to my dad. He was the total opposite. He was all on board for it. He's like, yeah. what are you going to, what are you going to be? And he's like, I guess a tight end. He was like, I can hear him like clapping in the phone. So I was <laughs> like, all right, well, my dad, my dad's here for it. So from, I want to say, the what really sold it for me was the LSU game because like that's when I was still thinking about it I was like I don't know if I want to do it but that game sold it for me because that's that's when uh, we had the game winning pick six to win the game that was Joe Burrow's first year yeah swamp me crazy and I'm like man I want to do this man this is cool yeah. so from that so point on experience. so yeah, how did, that that point, did you email one of the coaches and you kind of just went out for a tryout um, the guy that I spoke to, his name was uh, Vernell Brown. He was a former Gator. Um, he he was the director of like student athlete development for the team. So I reached out to him, and I was like, "Hey, I'm I'm interested in you know, playing." And he was like, he was like, "Yeah, Cliff, uh, I heard about you." I'm like, "How did you hear about me? I, I just I just introduced myself." And then so he asked if I had any film, and I was like, "Oh, this is where the dream stops." Because he asked me if I had any film. I was like, I was like, uh. I got, I got nothing. I got basketball. If you want to see that, so yeah. he was just like, um, yeah. I was like, well, I showed him, and he's like, yeah, you got some athleticism. We're like, we'll stay in touch. So I was like, oh, okay. So there's still a chance. And then I get a call like two days later, and I'm like, hello. And it was a Gainesville number, number three five two. I'm like, hello. And he's like, hey, this is uh John Clark from the Florida football team. How are you? I'm like, so like you know, I'm I'm like a camera. <laughs> 
oh, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm like, how are you doing? He's like, good, good. It's like, you hear you want to try out? And it's like, come, come to the Gator Room this day and that day, and we'll get you, um, you know, we'll get you in for a trial. And so I, I hung up that phone. I was like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> so, That's so cool. Oh my gosh. So, and I was like, man, I'm really living a dream here. So, <laughs> fast forward to about February after they won the Peach Bowl. And fortunately, I didn't have to go through the spring, the uh, off-season workouts because you know those are the worst. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. I read that because your your school kind of interfered with practice, right? Yeah. You kind of yeah. just you kind of just came on like when this when the season summer, started in the summer, right? Initially, like when I tried out, and they told me that I that I made it. Not to mention the tryout. It was it was during this thing what they call the dead period, where you're not allowed to like use a football or anything yeah, like that. Yeah. So, so just showcasing our agility i'm like oh i got this i got this and so it was like 40 minutes and you know they had us doing all these drills and i was i was going hard i was like that's good and, it, and it's crazy because it was only like four of us at the tryout it was only like four of us me my, my friend michael who made the team too and our buddy came in and my friend kyle um they they didn't make it but yeah it was like 40 minutes it was like 20 coaches around the four of us just like watching us do these drills and it's like come on big man come on big man I'm like okay I think I got a shot here and so we finished the tryout and the John Clark guy that called me he was like what's your class schedule and I was like uh this and that this and that because before they were like okay we'll let you guys know uh tomorrow if you made it or tonight and then um he just told me he just whispered he's like we'll see you tomorrow afternoon and I was like damn that's so cool and then so I, I, I give it a day to, to announce that I made it because I'm, and I'm actually very glad I did because it would have looked really bad because he told me, he's like, you made it, but your schedule kills you. And I'm like, well, what do you mean? He's like, your, the time you have classes totally interferes with the time they have practice, the time they have meetings, all of that. So I, I was like, so what does that mean for me? And he said, well, what that means is you got you to gotta wait till summer A to walk on the team. So I went from happiness to heartbreak in a span of like 30 minutes. I was like, yeah. I got to wait. I got to wait some more. And, and while I was doing that, my, my buddy Mike, who made the team, was like putting snap stories and everything. I'm like, Mike, Mike, I really hate you right now. Yeah. And so I, I, yeah, so I just patient, patiently waited. And, you know, a couple of days in summer A go by, I'm like, this man forgot about me, didn't he? And then next thing I know, hello? Oh. Hey, it's John Clark again. Is this clip? I'm like, yes, yes. <laughs> and so he was, like, he was like, come in tomorrow. We're going to get you, you know, we're going to get you all these tests you got to take and your physical and all that. I'm like, I'll be there bright and early. So, <laughs> so That's awesome, though. I, I get there. I go to the uh, training room. And in there, it's like Van Jefferson, you know, Freddie Swain, Tyree Cleveland, Felipe, Trey Grimes, Pitts, Lucas Crowell at the time. I'm like, oh my God, I'm their teammate now. Yeah. So, so I go in, do all the tests, and they're like, okay, you're welcome to the team. So, and the, the first, the first member of the staff that I meet, Coach Savage, and you know, he's like, hey, how you doing, big guy? You ready to train? I'm like. I'm like, yeah, when do I start? And he's like, you train tomorrow at 9.30. I'm like, perfect, perfect. So I said, you know, me being an early bird, I said all my alarms are like 7 o'clock. I'm like, I am going to be the first dude in this in this workout. 
I wasn't, but <laughs> I'm gonna be the first guy in here. And so at the time I stood at 6'5", 210. That's, that was my initial weight. Yeah. It only took one summer and one training camp and I got the 240. Damn, really? Is that what they're shooting for for you? Yeah, that's because that's what I told him my goal was like to get stronger, to, to be able to, you know, to block these big boys like when it's time for camp. Little did I know it was like there were nine tight ends on the on the uh, team already. I'm like, oh man, I might not ever, I might not ever see the field. Yeah, and, I, and I, I'll never forget it. So it was my first meeting with the tight ends, and you know, I, I'm I'm a, I'm nervous as I don't know what. So I sit in the back, and Coach Scott at the time he said a he said some he said a joke about Kamari Kamari Gamble, and you know I, I kind of chuckled, and then he said. What, what are you laughing at? And I was like, who, me? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, man, you, man, you shut the, you know what, up. I'm like, yes, sir. So <laughs> I, was, I was just sitting in the back and I'm, and I'm just looking, I'm just looking at all these schemes and all these plays and it looked like straight Morse code. It looked like straight out of like a manual. I'm like, what am I yeah. looking at right now? Like, I know, I know, I know there's supposed to be 11 guys in the field and I know that, you know, he can run a, this, he can run that, but you got names for it. So. Yeah. That had to be hard in the playbook for the first time. Oh, oh, dude, it was a nightmare. It was a nightmare. But, but fortunately, but you, feel, you feel better now that you kind of got a year under your belt, huh? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Once I had that year under my belt, I was like, yeah, I got this. But that first year, um, uh, shout out, shout out to our uh, GA tight end coach Julian Alonzo. He was, I mean, without without him, man, I probably would still be a lost soul. You know, yeah. he he taught me everything I needed to know from formations to schemes, concepts, why we run the concepts, um, and then uh, not to mention Walk On, who was a senior last year, Dennis Gross, who you know I'm still very close with to this day. He showed me he showed me the Walk On roads. He told me you know, where to be and what to do and what not to do. So he he definitely showed me the way. So, like I said, that first year, play play plays wise was rough, but like football wise, scout team wise, doing a lot of stuff, it was it was cool. Yeah. Well, well I got a last question for you. I just kind of wanted you to tell the fans, you know, how football was this year with COVID. Kind of give them a little inside look. Inside look. Well, um, there were lots of tests, <laughs> live COVID tests. It was at least three three times a week. The the way we approach the locker room is is different. You know, offense has their time in the locker room. Defense has it's like there were hardly any times this season where we were like all together. The only times we were like really all together was when we were getting ready for the game and and during halftime at the end of the game. That was like the only times we were all together. Most of the season, like coaches would be like, offense in the locker room, defense go get dressed and you know get tape and you know get whatever you need for practice. So. I think it, it was like, it was really, really a challenge. But then again, I think that really like brought a lot of us closer together because I, I could tell like in the beginning of the season, like the chemistry was, you know, not really, not really there. But after like playing with each other for a while and, you know, just getting to know each other, it, it just kind of all worked, worked well. Kind of went south at the end of the season, but, you know, that's, that's, that's just the, the business of college football. That's how it's going to be. Yeah, but that's like amazing. I said, I, like I said, I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade these these past two years for for anything, man. So that's I'm, awesome. I'm real, real thankful for it. That's awesome. Well, Cliff, man, I appreciate you coming on, man. You seem like a great guy, and 
we'll definitely keep this relationship going. So I appreciate you coming on. Yeah, man, sounds good. Appreciate it.